the Lord works in mysterious ways, right? We hear that all the time. The Lord works in mysterious ways. But let's be honest. Sometimes the Lord doesn't work in the most convenient ways, not for us. Sometimes the Lord works in ways that are frustrating for us because it doesn't work well with our schedule or our time frame or our preference or our comfort levels or whatever it is. We like, we like the predictable, right? And sometimes the Lord works in unpredictable ways, and so therefore we're not comfortable with that because we like routine and schedule and predictability. But usually, and I mean like the huge majority of the time, God works in very consistent ways, very predictable ways. So many times, the huge majority of the time, he works through us. He works through you. He works through me. He works through any vessel that's willing to be used. And I honestly think there's even some times that he'll, he'll work through us even the times when we don't feel like we're necessarily willing to be used because he's bigger than that. The Lord works through predictable and consistent means of ministering to one another. One another. That's going to be a major theme throughout this message. One another. That phrase is listed a hundred times in the New Testament. It's derived from the Greek word alelon, alelon. And when this word is used, the huge majority of the times, it's a command. It's a command. It, it's included with instruction on how we're to live our life or how we're not to live our life. It's how we're to treat one another or how we're to not treat one another. Obedience to those commands is crucial. Obedience to God's one another commands forms the basis for the Christian community that we have. Adherence to and walking out obedience to that one another has a direct impact on our ability to represent Christ to the world and to be a witness to the world. John 13, verses 34 and 35 says this. A new commandment I give you. This is Jesus speaking. He says, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, my followers, if you have love for one another you have love for one another. I'm going to rattle through a ton of one another's just so we can see the application of this. If you want my list, I can email my notes to you at the end of the service. Just ask me. Or, or if you're, you're worshiping online, um, just shoot me an email and I'll, I'll respond with my list. Love one another. We just read that. This command occurs at least six, it occurs 16 times. Be devoted to one another, Romans 12, 10. Honor one another above yourselves, Romans 12, 10. 
live in harmony with one another. Romans 12, 16. Build up one another. Be like-minded towards one another. Accept one another. Admonish one another. Care for one another. Greet one another. Serve one another. Bear one another's burdens. Forgive one another. Be patient with one another. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Submit to one another. Consider others better than yourselves. Look to the interests of one another. Bear with one another. Teach one another. Comfort one another. Encourage one another. Exhort one another. Stir up one another to love and good works. Show hospitality to one another. Use the God-given gifts for the benefit of one another. Clothe yourselves with humility towards one another. Pray for one another. And confess your sins to one another. I have the addresses for all of those but for the sake of time, I just, I wanted to get through it quickly. Why do we do these things? Romans 12, verses 4 and 5 gives us the answer. For, is, for as in one body, we have many members. And the members do not have all, all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. We do all this because as followers of Christ, we belong to one another. We are members of one body together. God celebrates our diversity. He celebrates our differences. Our functions, our uses, our usefulness, our gifts, our strengths, our weaknesses, all of it, it's all different. Sometimes we encounter some people that are just like incredibly impressive, just high capacity people. And if we're not careful, and I even, I'm speaking vulnerably, um, we can look and go, man, I don't measure up to that guy. I don't measure up to that woman. They are just impressive. They have it all together. But you know what? We're never to despise the part of the body that we are. We're never to despise the place in our walk with Christ that that we're at, we're just continuing to keep our eyes on Jesus and to walk. And if we fall down, we get back up and we we set our gaze on him and we walk to him. I use the phrase often, if not every week, that, that our job as pastors here at Impact Rock, as the pastoral team, is to point you to Jesus. But we're not just pointing you to Jesus. Hey, he's, see over there? He's over there. We don't just point you to Jesus. We say, Come on, link arms with me. This is where we're going. Come on, I'll take you to him. And, and we come into his presence. Our, our worship team is here to just remind us that he is here and to bring us into the presence of God. Members of one another in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus, through Jesus. See, this is important because we're not a club. We're not a club. We're not a, we're not a fraternity or a sorority or an organization that, that has a bunch of really great members. We are the body of Christ. We are dependent upon one another, but most dependent upon Christ. We are his. We trust him. 
we don't just do it at the time of our conversion. We just don't do it at the time of our of our giving our life to him. We trust him daily and moment by moment. James 5:16 says this. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Can you guys say that with me? Wonderful results. Wonderful results. I I could use some wonderful results. This is what a faith-filled prayer brings about. Great results. Now, last week I, I preached on the topic of confession of sins. And I communicated how important that was in our worship to the Lord. That, that's meant to be something that we do often. We confess our sins. We confess our sins. And, and we leave it at the foot of the cross. And we don't pick it back up. Jesus knows what we've done. But, but it's important to go to him and confess and say, Lord, you know this, but this is, this is what I've done. And I don't want to be hindered by this. And I don't want to carry the heaviness of this. So, Jesus, I confess it to you. And, and my, my actions are going to reflect that I'm sincere. And my hope is that I'm not going to do this again. My efforts are going to show that I'm not going to do this again. But, Lord, I, 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 can't, I know I can't do it without you, Lord. I know I can't have any sort of good results without you. So I just come to you. That's what he wants. See, that, that level of vulnerability, that's what he wants. That level of of authenticity, that's what he wants. And that level of vulnerability and authenticity, it scares the tar out of us. It's scary being that authentic. It's scary being that vulnerable. It says confess your sins one to another. Man, that's like one of the scariest verses in the Bible. And you're, I'm okay, I might be okay. Confessing them to Jesus. You're asking me to confess one to another. Me and Andy and Chris had an amazing opportunity to get away for a couple days at a a pastor's conference in Colorado Springs at New Life Church. And we just had an amazing time together. But talk about like confessing your sins one to another and being vulnerable and authentic. It was just, it was an opportunity to be just real and raw and, and to get built up. Our God is good. And so we're not just asking us to do these efforts that aren't going to bear fruit. When we do them in Christ Jesus and through Christ Jesus, they bear fruit. They bring about wonderful results. So today, I'm going to talk about the second part of what we just read there in James 5, 16. Pray for each other so that you might be healed. But if I'm being honest, I'm not just here to um, preach on this today. In Ephesians 4, it says that as a pastor, that that I am a gift to you for the purpose of equipping you. That's, that's the verbiage that it uses. It uses the word gifts were given to the church to build up the church, to equip the church, to bring them to a place of maturity, a place of growth. So I'm not just here to preach. I'm here to equip. 
And in doing so today, you might be uncomfortable with the ways that, that I want to equip you. And I'm asking you to push past your comfort level. I'm asking you to be vulnerable and to trust God. Not to trust me, to trust God. To trust God that he brought you here today, that you're at home, you're not watching, you're not viewing, you're not spectating, you're worshiping at home, or you're worshiping here and God wants to equip you. So how am I going to equip you today? We're going to pray for one another. How do you get better at something? Practice, right? Repetition, right? You want to be good at something, you've got to practice. There's got to be repetition. As we pray today, it's not going to be prayers perhaps like a, like a child would pray before going to bed. God bless mommy and daddy and snuggles my bunny and Uncle Fred, and, and, and we just go through this list. In Jesus' name, amen. That's, that's not what we're going to do. I'm just going to walk you through some practical things that, that we can do when we pray. And I just want you to know, if you are a follower of Jesus, then you are a prayer. You are a prayer. It's within you because Jesus is within you and he wants to touch others' lives. Sometimes it's as simple as opening our eyes to see. It is. Hey, I I don't know what's going on, but I I see heaviness. I, I see something's troubling your heart. I mean, I just see it on you. You know, it's not rocket science. I can tell that there's a heaviness. I want to pray for you, right? Sometimes it's as simple as just caring enough to see and then respond. And and then that prayer doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be religious. It doesn't have to be anything other than coming to Jesus, asking for his help. Jesus, I see that Something's on my friend's heart. And I don't know what it is, Lord, and I don't have to know what it is, but you know what it is. Lord, would you touch her? Lord, she, she needs a touch from you. Would you touch her? Jesus' name. I say in Jesus' name. You know that our prayers don't have to end with in Jesus' name. We just have to pray with the confidence and the authority of knowing who we're praying to, who can fix the problem. That's what it means to pray in Jesus' name. We know who we're talking to that has the might and the ability and the love and the compassion and the power to affix change. That's what it is to pray in Jesus' name. Now, I often, I pray in Jesus' name, amen, because I want it abundantly clear. But if I'm honest, when I'm praying for people, I'm talking to Jesus all throughout it. Jesus, I pray that you just touch my friends and Jesus, would you strengthen? And I mean, sometimes it's not obvious because sometimes we are good with that stone wall exterior, right? We, are, we got our poker face on. We're like, nope, I ain't letting anybody know I'm hurting. 
I'm not letting anybody know I'm weak. I'm not letting anybody know I'm troubled. I'm not letting anybody know that I'm thinking about suicide. I'm not letting anybody know that that person hurt me. Right? So sometimes we need to hear from the Lord and we need to just call upon God's presence to come out in the ways that we know will change lives. There are things that we can safely pray all the time. We can pray God's strength all the time. We can pray joy all the time. We can pray peace all the time. We can pray his love all the time. There are things we can pray all the time that we don't even need to be operating in the gifts of the Spirit, you know, and flowing in discernment. There are certain things we can pray all the time. His grace, we can pray over somebody all the time. When we pray, it's this wonderful, generous act of calling on God's favor and his presence and his intervention for somebody at that moment. Now, I'm not talking about, I'm going to pray for you before I go to bed tonight, like I I mentioned. I'm not talking about that. Lord, I'm going to, before I go to bed tonight, and then I'm going to pray for everybody here. I'm talking about seizing the moment and understanding that when we pray for one another on the spot, it produces wonderful results. In a moment, we're going to split up into small groups. I get it. I get it. You're not comfortable with that. I get it. But the one another's, all the ones I just read, it talks about interaction. It talks about connectivity. It it talks about inclusion in each other's lives. In Christ Jesus. We're to do the one another's. We're to build up one another, pray for one another, strengthen one another, accept one another, love one another, love one another, love one another, forgive one another, love one another. Prayer is a remarkable way to do it. Um, can, I, can I have a volunteer? I'm going to uh, volunteer to come up here. I'm going to pray like a like a 10, 15 second prayer. And you're going to, anybody feel like being a volunteer? You're awesome, dude. Do you know that Eli, last week, he showed up with flowers for Valentine's Day and, and he handed out flowers. What a stud. You're awesome, man. Big old heart. Okay. So I can pray, I can pray one of two. Oh, actually, I'm, I'm going to, you're not going to just be up here for 15 seconds. Maybe let's call it like a minute or so, okay? And let's focus on the or so. Okay, so there's one or two ways. So um, it could be, hey, um, I'm just going to pray for you. Lord, I just pray for this. And I'm literally praying right now. This is like on the fly. I'm praying right now. I'm literally praying. Lord, I just pray for my brother. Um, I thank you for him. And I thank you that you love him. And Lord, as a young man, you know everything he faces. You know every challenge he has. Lord, give him clarity to see your goodness, and not be blinded by all the distractions of this world. Um, and just tend to his heart when things get heavy. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, that's, that's easy. I don't have to know anything going on in his life. 
I don't. I can just pray blessing over him. I can just take a second and pray. Hey, look at me for a second. How did that feel? Like you prayed for me, but without knowing anything about me. Did it? Did it hurt? No. No, it, it didn't hurt. It was painless. Okay. Now here's another way, and and I say, hey, I, I want to pray for you. What's? Is there anything I could be praying from about? And then maybe he replies and says. Don't give me anything like like super like, but is there anything like that I can be praying about? Huh? Your uncle. Okay. So even right there, just to stop right there. I don't even have to drill any deeper because I don't know how vulnerable it might be that I'm going to be praying over his uncle. I, I don't know. If I want just right there, I can say, hey, let me pray for your uncle. What's his name? Uh, Robert. Robert? Yep. Lord, I just pray for Robert. And I don't know what's going on, but you do. So, Lord Jesus, would you bring life to this situation? Lord, would you bring life to whatever it is that's heavy upon my brother? Um, And, Lord, uh, not knowing Robert or what he's going through or any of that, Lord, I just pray, would you just bring life, bring peace? In Jesus' name, amen. Now, then afterwards, I can be like, hey, is, is, is Robert, I mean, is he still alive? Like, I mean, I, 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 no, honestly, I'm totally serious. Like, I can sit there and talk afterwards. Everything doesn't have to be a prayer. Or I could have said, hey, are you comfortable sharing with me what's going on with Robert? And, and then he could have shared, and then I could have prayed specifically. But here's my point. It's all good. It's all good. You're awesome, dude. Thank you for being my volunteer, you fearless, awesome guy. benefits of prayer it, it creates it, it strengthens the bond of friendship it strengthens brotherhood it strengthens sisterhood it strengthens relationship it draws us closer together because it unites us in christ jesus husbands when you pray for your wives it strengthens your marriage wives when you pray for your husband it strengthens your marriage parents when you pray for your kids it strengthens your relationship kids when you pray for your parents It strengthens the relationship. Friends, when we pray for one another, it strengthens relationships. Strangers, when we pray for strangers, it could be the the beginning of of a friendship. We're going to split into groups of two or three. And we're just going to pray for one another. And we're going to pray out loud for one another. Now, let me give my little COVID disclaimer. If if you're if you're not comfortable like someone like putting a hand on the shoulder like I was with Eli, I will pray for you from six feet apart because I'm not afraid to pray loud. Not like obnoxious loud. Not like obnoxious. Like loud enough, you know, I mean, but yeah. I'll, I'll, so I'll pray for you. But what I'd like is families and people who are already doing lives together then you're already intermingling anyway. So get close enough where you guys can, can lay a hand on each other and that, that's, you should be good. Um, and let's just communicate. You know, if you're like, hey, I, can you, you're good there. Like, that's fine. People watching at home, worshiping with us right now. This is for you too. This isn't just for us. Do the same thing. We're going to split into groups. And once again, it's not about me preaching, right? It's about, it's about me doing what? What did I say I was doing? Equipping. 
This is about equipping. This is who we are called to be as followers of Jesus. We are to pray for one another. So we're going to split into um, groups of two or three. If it's four, I get it. But two or three is kind of that sweet spot because then everybody gets to pray. And I want every follower of Jesus to pray. Your preference, out the window. Your comfort level, out the window. I don't care. I don't care. You're not comfortable? How can I say this? I don't care. I don't. Because there's things we do in Christ Jesus that aren't about us. When I have grace for one another, when I for different things I do, the one another's, it's not all about me. So it's not all about you. So I, any, any questions? Any questions before we split into groups to pray? Um, you tr- there truly might be like questions like, hey, how do we do this? Or what about this? Or any, any questions? I'll throw this out there also. Um, it's as a rule of thumb in this, let's, let's try and do like dudes with dudes and gals with gals and families with families. That's, that's good. Like that's, that helps with our comfort level. So let's try and do that. Um, family with family. But when I say family with family, if we've gone to church together for years and years, you're family. So we're, we're, we're good. You know, but let's split into groups now and let's look around and, and if you see someone standing alone, invite them in or something. Let's, let's split into groups. I'm going to end up coming to, to this side over here. So let's get up. I know I'm still talking. Get, get up, split into groups. Right, right. I, I, I saw, I saw my man TA gave me a look like, oh, Harper, you're going to, you're going to get it for this one. All right. Okay. Teens, 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 you can do this. You can do this and you can do this well. Okay. Uh, let's get some music playing so that, uh, and let's just take, let's just take some time to pray for one another. All right. I don't know if everyone's done praying or not, but I'm going to close out the service. And for those that are worshiping online, um, as soon as we close out, I'm going to check my email. So if you, um, if you didn't have anyone there to pray with you, maybe you're watching alone. If you'll right now email, uh, email us at contact at impactrock.com. I immediately as the service is over, I'm going to check my email and keep refreshing to see if you're emailing in. If you leave a number, I will call and pray for you. Um, and hopefully this, this would be awesome that we're inundated with a bunch of people replying and then it, maybe it won't be me. It'll be one of us calling and praying for you, but we would love to do it. Um, real quick. I, I was just about the prayer blessing to be done. Um, anybody want to give testimony of what that, of that moment of that little, that, um, act of equipping and being equipped. Anybody, just I'll come to you. You don't even have to come up here. Um, Anybody just want to feel like they just need to give testimony, like you were just impacted by that in a way that you just have to share. Anybody? 
looking around. Over here? All right. I stand up and, oh, is it Michael? Here, come over here, the speaker and mics are weird sometimes. So stand, stand here so we don't have like crazy feedback. Um, I mean, it kind of did really like touch like a lot of like us because like we're just a family over here, you know? And like, it was hard, you know, like just to like spit out <laughs> what we had, what we wanted to say. And like, I haven't had experience with this kind of thing, you know, like, cause like, this is honestly my first time actually being able to pray to the people I love and the people that have prayed for me. Um, and I just want to thank those people. And um, I want to thank everybody in the church too for like all of this, you know, and I want to thank the pastor because uh, if it wasn't for the pastor, you know, <laughs> we wouldn't have the church. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, it, it touched, you know, it, it went pretty deep um, for a, a lot of us. Well done. Well done, man. Yeah. By the way, that is called a testimony. And the Bible says that we defeat the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So that is awesome. Thank you. Well done. Anybody else? Looking over once. Do we have, is, Ivy, is that a hand? All right. All right. I think I'm looking, you'll have to come like right here. I think we're good. I always worry about feedback. I got to say, I appreciate um, my family over here for just dealing with me in the first place. <laughs> and I just appreciate that they accept me for who I am and just care about me enough just to say good morning or hello or how are you <laughs> and I appreciate all of you just for being here like a church is a family and a family is love and it's just great to know that we care enough just to be here and I just appreciate it and I appreciate for everything that everybody stands for here it's amazing Good. Yeah. Thank you, Ivy. All right. Bella, you got this big old grin. I don't know if you, it's because you want to share. She's just happy. She's like, I'm just happy. Don't give me the dang mic. I'm just happy. Anybody else? All right. Um, for everyone listening, if you don't know Jesus and you don't know his grace and you don't know his mercy, and you don't know forgiveness and new life, you can. You can. The Bible says that everyone who calls on the name of Jesus shall be saved. And if you don't know Jesus, but you want to, you want to have new life in him, um, we'd love to pray with you. Whether it's those that are worshiping online or those that are in this building. And what I'm asking is at the close of the service, if, if you want prayer and you're like, I, I want to know Jesus and I want to give him my life, come find me or one of the other um, team members that will be up here to pray and we will pray with you because um, Jesus loves you. He loves you so much. Um, if you need prayer for, I, I know we got done praying for each other, but maybe you need more prayer. Maybe, maybe you don't. But if you do, um, come on up and we'd love to pray for you.
And same thing, I, for those of you that are worshiping online, we always want to include you and draw you in because even though you're not in this building, you are with us. So respond. Don't, don't let the, the moment pass by where you don't say, hey, I need a touch from the Lord. Please pray for me. Let's, let's, we're always interceding, but, but let's just be continued in, in our vulnerability. So um, I'll leave us with this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Have an amazing day. You are loved. Be quick to pray for one another. Be quick to just hear from the Lord and and to touch others just in that simple way of prayer. Have a great day.